tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yes, the song is just really epic every week. It just goes great with our after buzz. Am I right? It gets me in the mood. It gets you in the mood. It gets me in the mood. Other things get you in the mood too, Kate. We'll I was going to pick up on that, that too. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk about that in just a second. Welcome to After Buzz TV. I'm Monsi Bolanos. You are here for episode five of Last Ship. Across me, my awesome co-host, Bobby Demiro, Mr. Bobby Demiro. That's how he is on my phone. Mr. No, it's official. Yeah, and Instagram. Yeah, and yeah. It, I mean, on my phone, it's Mr. Bobby Demiro. I know it's pretty official. And it, Kate Aquilano. I was like, I was really impressed that you could say my last name. I got you, man. I, I have love a hard it. name. I got you. Cool. Where can people tweet you about? You know how excited you are that Lieutenant Green is following you on Twitter. She's hot and heavy up in here. I got. It was Travis. a little steamy. I'm just gonna say, you guys can follow me on Twitter <laughs> and see who just followed me at Kate Aquilano. <laughs> I'm on Twitter at. <laughs> Bobby Demuro. Uh, f- for those of you who don't know, Travis Van Winkle plays Lieutenant Green. Kate has a bit of a crush on him, and by bit of a crush, they're I mean, exaggerating she's- a little bit. Let's not nah. get this at like. Nah. You just told me you want to be in his life long term. Yes. You literally you just, just said, said your future you said, ex-husband. You said, would you be in his life long term? And I, I just answered that question. It's not like I brought that comment With up. If he will have me, Kate, you just. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. You're you guys- practically engaged. <laughs> okay. You guys can. Uh- if you say so. <laughs> You're as red as your fingernail polish right now. A little bit. <sighs> I told you I was hot. <laughs> she. It is a little warm, but you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Monsi Bolanos, and we can talk about maybe being her bridesmaids if they get married. Uh, this is going real far. <laughs> <laughs> we are here to talk about episode number five called Achilles. And what did you guys think of the episode? Loved it. Loved it. I, uh, listen, we I know we've been talking on off off camera, and I'm sure we'll talk about it now, about you guys saying every episode is kind of one scene, and it moves mm-hmm. slowly, and there's not okay. a ton that happens. I don't disagree with y'all. I really like this show, though. And I realize that this week and last week, um, we talked about it last year. Mm-hmm. For a Michael Bay thing, yeah. mm-hmm. it's got a lot more depth than we thought. It shot 100%. a lot more beautifully than just... The way it shot is amazing. You know, 100%. Uh, CGI and whatever. I really, really like this show. Is it ever going to win awards? Is it ever going to be? No, because it's an action show. It's not like, no, I don't mean that as an insult. I just mean it's not like, you know, Breaking Bad type of drama. It's kind of like how comedies don't win Oscars. It's just one of those things. It's uh, But it is done so well. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying it deserves an award, you know, whatever. Right. But it is really good for what it is. I think for an action show, Mm -hmm. it's really high end. I agree. I I like it. I just feel like I'm with Kate that Mm -hmm. it kind of moves a little slower than maybe last year, than maybe what I would like. It's not that we don't enjoy it. Thoroughly enjoy it's it. just we're pointing that difference yeah, out that, mm-hmm. that it it's it is one scene. I'm still like on the edge of my seat. Oh, I'm yeah. still like what's gonna happen. But yeah, there's like this one it's more of like a one 
arc yeah, episode during yeah. an episode. We were talking about randomly off camera how long we've been at AfterBuzz and stuff. I've been here, I think, a year, a little over a year. I've done a lot of TV shows here. We all watch a lot of TV shows we personally. Yeah. Um, every show, God knows, I love the Kardashians. Every show after a couple episodes of you know full season, you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm ready for a break. I don't right. want to do the after show. Anymore. I'm ready for a couple weeks off. This show is the first and only show, season one and now season two, where I'm like, I don't want this season to end. And I mean yeah. that honestly. A lot of people lie about a lot of shows. Right. This I know. Is, this I wish is the this was an, a summer show yeah. and it was a fall, fall show, show and we get way more episodes. I know, because it is so short. But I agree with you. I really like the show, even season one. I'm with you yeah. there. And I get what you're saying, how you we watch all these TV shows, like Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and you know what you're going to get. With this, it's kind of like, what are we going to get? Are, are we gonna get a lot yeah. of action? We might. We might just get a lot of character development and a lot of story. But this episode started immediately in the submarine with the Ramsey brothers, and they basically say like they're with Niels and they're kind of talking to him. And they're like, "Yeah, we found this on a fluke. Mm-hmm. This submarine. They are this uh, band of of misfits from all corners of the of mm-hmm. Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean is the boss, which I don't." Um, I don't know how he, like, rose to that position. Because it's not like that he's a military guy. Like, why do all these guys follow him? I think his brother doesn't know how he rose to that position either. Yeah. That's, that's the tension. That's what's going to happen, right? 100%. Yeah. The brother uh, wants to be in charge. Ned. Yeah, that's, come on. And I think the only reason he's in charge, Sean versus Ned, is age. True. I don't, so it's I the, think it's that's the big just brother. Like, yeah, like, that's the big brother. And also, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Ned is a little frantic and a little kind of like, and, and Sean keeps his cool. When you're going to be a leader, you got to keep yeah, your Yeah, which cool. I thought was the opposite because last episode when yeah. Ned is t- is on the hospital ship, he's like, you don't, he's talking to one of his teammates or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them. You know, you don't know what my brother wants. And it's, it, right. it, it made me seem like Sean is the crazy one with these crazy ideas that's super like authority. Mm-hmm. And now we kind of see that it's kind of the opposite of what I thought. Like, Sean's the level-headed, and Mm -hmm. Ned's this crazy guy. So their dynamic is very interesting. It is very interesting. And in that first scene, uh, Niels, and they all keep saying, like, design. This is is our design. And that's where you're like, oh, you're just, you want to design the future. You want to design who gets to live, who survives, and who doesn't get the cure. He says the plague is no accident. When I'm just right. like, uh, you have patient zero on board with you. Wait till you find out how the plague started. Because he doesn't know Niels' involvement yeah. in how this whole played out. So I can't wait till he uncovers that piece. Because it well, was an accident. It's another cult thing, almost, right? Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. different kind of cult. But it's another one like we saw a couple episodes ago, a little bit more and stuff. Mm-hmm. And what we'll apparently see next week. It's just right. another one of those little culty things. And so far, the Navy ship, the Nathan James, hasn't culted out no, or it has not. but since we're on their side we're we on their side <laughs> and in that whole we also find out so at the beginning all this is in the beginning like they give us a lot of information in the first kind of like five minutes yeah we find out that Chom Chandler says not only are they hunting they're evading mm-hmm. this whole submarine like they they're ready to take them down but they do ask Niels about all these questions and they find out which I love this scene uh, when they find out that Ruskov was dead and there's like a little cheering. celebration I thought that was great I, I was, was like, awesome. oh, he was a, a mean person known across the world. <laughs> right? That was, was when I knew these sub guys are amateurs. Ruskov, we disposed of him like 12 episodes ago. Right? I <laughs> don't know anything. But I loved Get it. with the times. Yeah, I loved it. I loved that they brought that I back know. up and that they were so excited about that. That was my that was one of my favorite scenes, believe it or not, in today's episode. And we get to know a little bit more of Juan Carlos. JC. 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 For sure. You know, you trust JCs, right? 
My brother's JC. Sure. Well, I'm Carlos. Well, I'm Carlos. I, there was a minute I did trust him. I was like, oh. He he was just following orders. Yeah. That quickly changed. Uh, I'm surprised Slattery was the guy that they made do this. Uh, Jeter, I thought, mm-hmm. would have had mm-hmm. more sympathy. I know that um, Chandler would have had more sympathy because mm-hmm. I think he's still concerned with rules of order and how you treat prisoners and all those right. Geneva Convention things that don't exist anymore, but in right. his mind do. Slattery, to me, is... The cr- not cruel, but the cruelest of those three. I agree. It's true. And so it was weird to have Slattery be like, oh, let's give him water. Let's take him above deck. Slattery's usually been the guy who's like, nah, screw this dude. Well, why would we trust this guy? I don't guy? think he ever trusted him, though. Yeah, for sure, but I'm surprised he was so yeah. acquiescent to But to did you him. catch on uh, Chandler? He goes, I would tell you to like take it easy on him. Yeah. But I'd be like, but lying. I don't know but the lying. exact Yeah, word. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, you're right. Like, he has to uphold those, like, rules of warfare kind of things but in his mind he doesn't want to but he still has to maintain he's the captain he has to maintain that order maybe this is too broad a question but at what point do they stop maintaining those rules of warfare because nobody else is doing it we see that with with, i mean we'll get to this i'm I'm jumping ahead but when they save Juan carlos we're like let's let him die yeah i don't understand how there's still so much order with everything like and at first i'm not gonna lie i kind of trusted Juan carlos when he was like i asked for political asylum like Mm -hmm. i will give you all the information you need to know just you know they they don't care about me for a second for a like, second. For like a hot minute. And I was like, like why minute. is this dude coughing so much? He was just bruised. The coughing was so annoying. It really was. I, I hate when there's someone next to you and they just cough the whole time. Like when you're in class? Oh, yes. Like go get that. a drink of water. Yeah, don't come to class. Just don't. <laughs> just, just sit on the opposite go side sit of the, on the room. opposite when you're like, or when you're taking a test and it's like dead silent. I mean, I don't remember the last time I took a test. Or like writing an essay. <laughs> and it was like, ugh, <laughs> ugh, oh, stop Come it. On, Carlos, that's when it turned. I was like, nope, I don't like you. You cough too much. You cough way too much. After that, we, the, all of the sailors, um, are pretty awesome. One with their lingo. Cause half of the things they're saying, I don't understand. So I'm I sure you guys are right on it. Uh, but they, Start a little bit of investigation, and we come to the conclusion that Achilles is the style of the sub. Mason is killing it at this job that he's, like, thrown into. Apparently, he's trained for it, but he doesn't have enough hours to, like, really have uh, honed his craft. Yeah, but when, he's when he, that's one of your biggest problems going in. I feel like you got to feel pretty good about yourself, right? Right. Oh well, we don't have enough hours for this backup guy to hone his craze. He's trained a lot, but not enough, you know, thousands of hours. It's like wait but a second, it's some crazy job. Well, no, but I'm saying the world is ended. Everybody else is totally in shambles, and this is your biggest problem. You know, mm, I mean, yeah, I know yeah. there's a lot of problems, right. but this is your biggest problem before right the sub now. thing. You're, You're doing not doing okay. too bad. Yeah. yeah. If anybody knows uh, how Mason's job works, please let us know. Comment, tweet. Speaking of that, that thank you to the people who did comment on our YouTube video. Thank you. Uh, if I mess up your name, I'm sorry, but I'm going to give you guys a shout out. Jasmine Delight, that's easy. She mentioned to us that Sexy Wolfman had made a slight appearance with Granderson's episode. Mm. Interesting. Like, that they, that they shot it, that they gave a shot of them, and they looked over at Granderson and kind of said something mm. about her. So, Thanks for letting us know that. I we missed also, Wolf in this episode. P.S. I know, and it was like I would. I wish I would have remembered him because sexy Wolf man. I know. And then Kimara Harrington, she was saying, "Is Scott now that Chandler is a widow? Is she gonna go to Tex or is she gonna go to Chandler?" I feel like we've been debating that for ever. Yeah, she brought that Tex. up, and she did say, "What do you guys think?" I say Tex too, because at the end we'll get to it. But Kelly made a little oh, appearance. Yeah. Kelly. I'm all Chandler for Kelly and Chandler. Kelly. Kelly's taking care of his children. Mm-hmm. No. And then we have Chris Gimmon. 
Gimmin, I'm going to guess. G-E-H-M-A-N. Sure. Gimmin, right? He actually told us, because remember the last episode, the way that they handled, like, these guys, these evil guys, how they handled, they were like, these guys are trained. He said that the Israeli army is trained in kidnapping and in headshots, like, the way they were kind of executing all that. Mm. So maybe there's, like, a relation to that. And then Sharon Dendy, he, uh, Sharon, she kind of mentioned a little bit about Sean and the new doctor, because remember we were talking about the new doctor that stayed on the ship and yeah. we were wondering if Rachel Scott is going to be shoved out. She wrote, no, I think that doctor is there just to replace Quincy. Okay. So, right. thank you guys for commenting. Please comment again. For sure. uh, yeah. So, tell us what Mason is doing when he's listening. That's what I want to know. He's, he's just, just he, uh, the, uh, yeah, I mean, It's whatever. a sonar guy, a radar guy. If there's a Navy veteran out there who's done it, absolutely. Yes, I would please. like to hear that, yeah. I want to know, because they didn't explain that. All we know is he's listening, and they they say it's so silent. And then he'll be like, give us three numbers. So 15, 20, well, 25. Well, he can tell what? how far away it is by just by yeah. listening. So it's well, yeah, sonar is time. I mean, sound is time, yeah. waves through the ocean and stuff. And then the numbers, I think some of them are bearings, right? Right, or locations, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah, like I just, but it was crazy. So if anybody knows about that. Let us but know. it's like it was like who's gonna fire first? Are they gonna fire first? Are we gonna fire first? And he's just listening. I'm like, can we yeah. do a little more than just listen? You're about to be hit. Well, I know. that's that's the cool thing about or the scary thing about right. ships and stuff is as much technology as they have. One of the key things they're doing with radar, you're almost still flying blind. Right. Yeah, you know? A little bit. And that's, you got to have a guy like that or a woman like that. So it's always, to us, I mean, those guys in, in the real Navy, those guys are pretty good at what yeah. they do. To do us, it it's second. like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is What's that? What are you doing? Yeah. And speaking of that, who's going to fire first? Foster, I thought was in, I thought it was interesting that she was like, I want to fire. Like, well, yeah. we should fire. And then Chandler's like, but it's going to disclose our information. And she's like, well, what's the alternative? Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting because I know that she's a lieutenant mm-hmm. um, because she swore in. Like, I know she's high up because she swore in uh, Alicia, Anderson, yeah. who Alicia. was become, promoted to full lieutenant. So she must also be full lieutenant or one higher, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was an interesting exchange because of their history of Kara being pregnant mm-hmm. and, like, how much uh, they disagree. Just, you know, whatever. You know their history. Mm-hmm. Um, but that he, she, like, kind of challenged him. Yeah. Not in a mean way. Not at all. But that's the captain. Yeah. I thought that was a really unique kind of exchange. Yeah, and I loved it, and I love that she was a woman. That mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, green right. or Jeter. That it was, like, a woman, you mm-hmm. know, saying, like, this is what I think. And it seems as though, I mean... Chandler didn't really know what to do. I mean, how do you know what to do in this situation? Chandler never knows what to do and then figure... That's not an insult. It's just every situation is so crazy. He's figuring out... I took this Foster Chandler scene more as an indictment of Chandler, maybe a compliment to Chandler, I should say, that when things are going crazy his crew feels like they have the ability to mm-hmm. come to him and not say, oh, gee, Mr. Captain, can we please do this? Mm-hmm. But just say something. Let's yeah. do this. And when he says yes or no, they know that his word is final and it's an order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not going to bust on them for coming to him or something because he knows they're trying to help. And then they're never going to question his orders. It's That's true. a really good relationship. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because it wasn't like Foster did it with mm-hmm. arrogance or any cockiness. Like, Niels is so cocky. Oh, oh Niels, God. I want to punch you in the face. Sure but do. Foster, she said, and she was like, sir, yes, sir. Like, mm-hmm. everything was still so respectful. But she just, you know, and said what she thought. I like how Chandler, like... He's okay with saying, like, I don't know what to do yet. Yeah. yeah. That's what I like about him because, you know, some people jump jump to, let's do this when it, they haven't really thought the whole situation right. through. And he's not afraid to admit, like, I'm not sure yet. Yeah. I wish Slattery thought the situation more through when Juan Carlos asked him to take him to the top deck. 
when that conversation was happening, I was like, seriously, Slatter? Out of all people, you're going to just let him... What did you guys think about that? Well, I think that... So we went to Quiet 2, which is everyone, like, literally can't even right. walk. Like, a footstep could give right. him away. So I think he brought him to the... to Above decks, not because that was his request, but because they couldn't keep him silent. And him talking dissipates in the air, so you can talk above decks. So it was just a coincidence that that's also what he wanted. Hmm. Should have thrown him overboard. They, I know. And they should have said that. He should Slattery should have said that. Because for me, I was like, Slattery, are you, just, are you yeah. being a, becoming a softie? He should have like stepped offside and then shown that on camera. And he would you know, we're going to do this because we're going to quiet too. And we can't have you yeah. banging your handcuffs against the thing. Right. Exactly. I wish they would have done that. Like, you know, pulled mm-hmm. that off a side and said that. But you're right. So everything off. Shoes off. Basically, like, no breathing. And Jeter gives, man, he gives a I great announcement spe- or yeah. speech message over there. the PA. Like, he prepares the sailors for lockdown. And he's like, we've done this before. This time it's for real. Lock Everyone it down. Lock it down. Get in your positions. I loved it. When Jeter says lock it down, you better lock it down. Right? I mean, if anybody, if if you're gonna do that, you want that speech, like as a sailor, like you want to hear that. I, lo- I I really I know in like one of the first after. Would shows, you stop checking your phone? Travis Van Winkle did not tweet you. And just oh, he see, tweeted me. No, just, look at her face. Look at her face. <laughs> Don't do that oh, to me. Her face. Oh man, <laughs> that was good. Yeah, I was seeing if any viewers were tweeting mm-hmm, in. Sure you were. Her eyes got real big. She was uh, uh, Jeter. <laughs> Someone said that he was going to die in one of our first episodes after shows, and I just hope that doesn't happen. I said mm-hmm. that. Did you? Mm-hmm. I still re- believe it. I'll be I think real he's, sad. I think he's the... Uh, He's the extra of the top three, of the big three. We've done so much with Slattery. Mm. Remember, he left the cure for his family. Right. I think we've got a lot invested in him. Obviously, Chandler's not going to go anywhere. I think Jeter's the one of the Jeter big three. Jeter doesn't to go. have a family. It would take a lot for him to go. I'm not saying it's going to happen next week, but yeah. I think long term, I think he's the one to go with those three. Yeah. I feel cry. like you said that last season. Mm-hmm. I think you, you've been sure. on that. He's my guy. I mean, I don't, I don't dislike him. It's not that. Right. I just, he's the one to go with those three. Right. Yeah. You don't we think, know how TV works. You don't think. Burke could be one to go. Yeah, but those are lesser guys. Burke for sure. Oh, you're those saying are, like I'm talking out of, out of three top. Top. Gotcha, gotcha. Of, of Jeter, Slattery, Chandler. Okay, yeah. okay. Speaking yeah. of Burke, why don't you make the announcement about Burke? Well, it's not confirmed yet, but Jocko Sims plays Burke. Uh, was on a little bit this episode. He's been on a lot on some episodes, yeah. a little on others. Jocko Sims should be here next Sunday. Ooh, so, so sure I think it's going to work. He said he's available. We've been direct messaging on Twitter. We're kind of close, not like Travis and you, but uh, and we'll certainly. Get there. So Certainly not in a weird, creepy way. You guys are making it creepy. <laughs> You're well, ruining this for me. Jocko Sims should be here next Sunday. Maybe he'll hook us up with Travis Van Winkle, too. I don't know. But that'll be an interesting thing. I interviewed him on Masters of Sex, a Showtime show last summer. He is really cool. Cool, sure. Um, so he's going to be really good. So. Awesome. Well, let's hope we get it all confirmed. Be sure to check it out next week. I'm continuing on with the episode. One of the scenes, any scene with Niels on this episode really just irritated me. He irritates me because he's too cocky. It's good. He should. You're right. I mean, you do you. Obviously, you're doing your job. You're doing a good job. You're doing a good (laughs) job. But I don't like you. Uh, When they're on the boat, and then he's talking to Sean, and he's like looking through the papers, and Sean's like, "Oh no, we're gonna sink the ship." He's kind of against it. He's like, "Why are we doing this?" And he's like, "Well, you know, we don't need the cure. We're just gonna sink it." Uh, And what do you think about? Like, do you agree? I wrote that. I go. 
Niels doesn't want them to sink the ship. And I was like, but I don't understand why he didn't want them. I mean, I know he has a relationship with Dr. Scott. I don't think it's that. What is it? I think Niels, for as punchable as his face is... (laughs) Very punchable. Niels understands one thing. This is a hypothesis, but I think this is what it might be. Even if you don't need the cure, Mm -hmm. at one point, you're going to need the cure. You need the primordial thing. You need everything Dr. Yeah. Scott has. And you can sink that ship at one point. You can defeat the Nathan James. They definitely want to kill Chandler and the whole crew. Mm-hmm. They don't need those guys. But they need the cure in case, A, something weird happens and it's a different strain and they're not immune and they need to make a new cure right, off the current vaccine. That. And or B, if they meet a group of people that, oh, hey, maybe they want to keep alive. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If they meet an isolated group of people that hasn't been exposed and is not immune or something, I don't know what's and going I, on. And have like something that they... Yeah. want skills yeah. that they need. You, just, yeah. you need the bargaining chip, I think. I agree. I At first, for like a split second, I was like, is it because he loves Rachel Scott? Like, yeah. is I, that for like a split my, second? My, that could, be, that yeah. could be part of it, too, though. There but could I be think you're right. I think he thinks like a scientist. Right. Yeah. And while everyone else is just thinking, you know, take kill over the Chandler, world. Yeah. Let's kill Chandler. This is our way to continue on. We've already taken over Europe. We're going to take over America. Like, but I, I, I agree. I think he's just thinking with a scientist mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Slattery takes up JC to the top deck, uh, he tells them, I'll give you water for information. He gets a little bit more mean with him. Uh, but he starts to cough like a lot. A lot, a lot. And, and then bleeding. Blood. A lot of blood. I really had no idea at this point what to think. Well... My mind went to he he did something. I had no idea what, but I'm like he he doesn't have like internal. It's not like an injury that right. they did. It's like he's done something. Something because like, it was just yeah. you know how, like spies like crush like a back tooth that like kills that you know you know what they yeah. do. <laughs> That's like from my like from okay. Captain America. Yeah. Okay. Nice. You know that scene in no. Captain America. Yes. <laughs> and that's where my mind. Kate, you're acquitting yourself very well this week. <laughs> Um, but they think it's a beacon. They do think it's a beacon, a tracker, something that can. Well, in show their defense, their Juan Carlos confirms it, which is obviously false. Right. But he was like, he's like, oh, they know where I am. They know mm-hmm. exactly where we are. Juan Carlos is a shit show. But oh, what are they supposed to do? I mean, you got to think the worst, right? Oh yeah, and a beacon he says, or a bomb. <laughs> he's like, they're all like me. All of them on the boat, they're like me. So deviremos, which I explained means we will survive, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when I was like, he's just on crack. Like, you can't believe anything that comes out nope. of his mouth. Literally comes out of his mouth. Literally. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we said it the whole time. Throw him overboard. Because they yeah. wanted Rachel Scott to open him up, find... I mean, thank God they did. Well, right. yeah, I was going to say, in our... In, in our- we Not didn't know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we still thought it was a beacon. We still yeah. thought it was We're a tracker. We're just like, throw them overboard. Let the beacon float away. Yeah, and that's what I thought. And I was like, they'll be, uh, they'll, they'll go a different direction if they throw them overboard. Although, right. you know, technically, to be honest, because of the radar technology that they had, mm-hmm. they didn't actually need the thumb drive. They didn't need to decode it. When they saw the missiles go up, they realized where they were going anyways. They could have said Phoenix, Wichita, Salt Lake. The labs. Right. Like, they would have realized it anyways. So you actually could have thrown them overboard. Right. And saved yourself, you know, an hour of surgery. That's right. true, because they definitely opened them up. They and needed then... Dr. Scott to have some purpose in this yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. And a little, like, emotional judgment. Dr. Scott's not cut out to be in the military, right? Right. Ooh. You got to be, not in a post-apocalyptic <laughs> no, world. No, not at all. Not at all. But they they find, and they finally get it, get it open and they realize it's a flash drive with all of the location of the labs. Yeah. Which is weird because... How did he get in the first place? 
It had to have been when they were on the ship in the last episode. Yeah, but he was supposed to be... I mean, this is the military. Like, it, they run a tight ship. Like, I when know. was he alone, and when did he find a right. flash drive, and when did he follow a flash drive? Yes, exactly. He was Give unconscious for the first... Until he, you know, he woke up chained to that bed. I know they didn't show us, but what I assume happened was while they were on the ship and the whole uh, war went down... He was off to the side. This is just my imagination. He was off to the side, and he had the flash drive, and he's like, oh, I'm going to swallow it. Mm -hmm. Hope for the best. Yeah. But give us a little a flashback. Show us that he did that so that we are aware yeah. how he got the and damn flashback. The flash, flash drive. Flash drive. Why is the USB in, like, medical quarters? That is, like, a very, like, important information. Top yeah. secret information is not supposed to be in medical quarters. It's true. I, I'm just stuck on your really... Punny, uh, this is the military, they run a tight ship. I, li I really like that. I really li I like puns. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. We're going to put a pun jar here real soon. Real soon. Now we're <laughs> So we're still on the quiet too. Yeah. But they know that they've been spotted. Mm -hmm. They know that they're, what would they say, within 40 miles, less yeah. than 40 miles. And again, Foster says we should increase speed. Or else they're going to get to us before we can get to them. But if they increase speed, they'll they know their location. They 100% know their location, yeah. But then the sub was like, then Ned is just going crazy. Ned. Ned's like, let's just go sonar. Let's just hit, you know, because he thinks active they're going to get away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Active radar and... Uh, active sonar, yep. And the, the weapons guide was like, I can do it in under a minute. In under a minute. So they do go active sonar, and in less than a minute, they have found the ship, and they send four torpedoes towards the ship. I was like, oh, perfect. And they call them fish. They feel like the last yeah. fish clear. So they send four and they show the image of the ship just all sliding through the torpedoes. How perfectly is that? I love that scene though because I, I don't know if it's accurate but obviously it is because I'm sure they have tons of Navy personnel right. uh, on set with them. Remember so I just love that it's so accurate. Like so, like the back of how quick we had the actor who played Cassetti Corsetti mm -hmm. last Cassetti, year yeah. before the, the character Savas. was killed uh -huh. yeah. Tommy Savas and he said they did a lot of training and a lot That's of consultation like with the it. Navy yeah. so yeah and that a lot of Navy were personnel were on set Are extras yeah, yeah, they're, yeah no they're not well I don't know if they're extras but he said that they were just like kind of on the set yeah, yeah I'm sure and they have tons you did something that you wouldn't do they would come tell you yeah. like whether it was the way you greeted the captain or uh, anything like that someone who does that position in real life. Yeah, that they were just on now, set kind of helping them out. I, that's one of my favorite things about this show broadly is mm -hmm. I don't have any Navy experience or people in my family or whatever they do, so I don't know. Like mm -hmm. you were saying, I don't know. But maybe they're totally incorrect, but it's believable enough to mm -hmm. me, and I watch a crap load of TV. It's believable enough to me, and it hasn't yet jumped the shark. You're talking about a virus in a post-apocalyptic world with a Navy ship and a nuclear submarine, and you haven't jumped the shark yet. Yeah, everything, that's why it's so good. Exactly. Everything that's happening, I'm like, I can see it. I can see it. There's never been a moment, there's tons of TV shows where you have that moment, where you're, you're like, like, really? Am I going to continue to watch? Before I, I mean, hold on. There yeah. is a moment in today's episode where we all all were like... What do you think? The video chat. Well, but that's not a jump the shark moment. But, that's but just you know, a weird but, inconsistency. But no, it's yeah. just like, that's that wouldn't be But yeah, yeah because happening. they have been so consistent and yeah. been so, oh, I could see that happen. I can see the ship having some sort of internet communication of some satellite, direction with the right, satellite um, stuff. The home? The home, that's what it was. The Time Warner the Cable home. doesn't survive the vaccine. The, the yeah. So we're talking Come about when, when Chandler's yeah. FaceTiming with his kids and we're like, how is his home in, in Norfolk have... 
internet. Yeah. It's how ridiculous. is that? How is somebody still working that? Like, it just that was the one thing. That but was the one guy, thing. But I agree you with you one hundred percent. Comcast has a customer service line open, right? Come on. Hey. You can't even get them on the phone now. Oh, come on. <laughs> put a plague out there, and then you put a plague out there. The service gets better at time yeah. warp, please. Wait, I'm just like, let's call. I know. <laughs> we call them now. They're still not going to answer. It's so true. That's the one thing. That's the one thing. That's the one thing. And it was so clear. Y'all know Skype. Skype sucks. Skype, you have to like restart calls. If there's all the not time. even like any fuzzy. <laughs> it's jumpy. This is perfectly HD clear yeah. on some crappy desktop computer at some home in Norfolk that's already been abandoned at least once. Yeah. No sound issues. It's all just perfect. It's not perfect. a big deal. Also, what deal. username and stuff did they use? Did the guy just go like like Skype servers didn't go down? That's <laughs> like, the thing. Like, it was really, still like they should have just made a phone call. Yeah. Phone lines, <laughs> it could still be working. The physical phone lines might. These servers and stuff, like I assume there's some kind of human, you know, we know how servers and things like this right. work. There's got to be some sort of human thing in the months between mm-hmm. the time that this sickness has come on and now. There's no way. There's yeah. no way. So that's that's the one. Yeah. After the torpedoes were sent and we managed to maneuver around them, the sub disappears off the radar. They don't know where it's at. And they we see them. Emergency the, dive. Yeah, we see them in the submarine, and it's a lot of um, lo- a little bumpy. It's bumpy, and they're, so they're going through the the, the canyons, yeah, and the, the, the canyon sub is walls. hitting the side, and so you could see everyone on the sh- uh, sub is scared. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason they, I feel like they had this scene is because Sean has this little speech, like the courageous make their own luck, and we're the selected, and it's just revealing a little bit more about this group of mm-hmm. people and their mindset and how crazy they are, mm-hmm. and that they truly feel like they deserve to survive, to survive that they're special. Um, that their immunity means something. It wasn't an accident. That they're superior to the rest. They right. truly believe that. And that's the crazy, right? The, the the crazy person believes that the courageous make their own luck. Like you weren't born on third base and think mm-hmm. you hit a triple, right? That's that's what people like that are. And I'm not discounting that you got to work for what you want in generally life. And in here, you have to actually go and mm-hmm. get what you want if you want to take over America. But there's such a degree of luck involved. Oh, and 100%. if you don't acknowledge that, like what he does, he's A, trying to lie to the crew to pump him up. And maybe right. he doesn't believe it, but he needs morale mm-hmm. or B and this is I think the option he's batshit insane oh 100% which uh, 100% yeah <laughs> the, the, just and the that's even that, more insane right so yeah. thank god he is not in charge right because they would maybe it's it's who knows? It might be a Maybe good thing if he was because they would make a he would make a stupid decision. Yeah, because Sean, in charge, yeah. Sean's like you know in time, brother. Like mm-hmm. we'll get them in time. He has the patience. Ned does not. Yeah, and in this whole as they're going through the canyon walls, like this entire scene, Niels is like moving but looking at papers. Niels is like a dog in the car. <laughs> he really is. No, he, he really is. I get car sick, like, in the car. He's, like, reading papers He's in like, a sub that's, like, going 360. Yeah. I would be throwing up. And we go across some names. One name. Dr. Hunter. Dr. Hunter. And he goes to tell Sean immediately, the captain, and tells him, uh, this is who we need to go to. This is our mentor. He would know where the labs are. He would know mm-hmm. what all this information. We should go there. And... That's looks like that's where they might be headed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't fully confirmed, but that it looks like that's where. So, they're but headed. this is where uh, the episode didn't explain something that needed to be a hundred percent. Mention it. Go for it. So we, they have the USB. They have Alicia has en- encrypted it, and it is the location of the labs. 
So they know what he was trying to bring back to the ship. But it was not back to the ship. They caught it. And then they see the sub bomb. Bombs mm-hmm. go towards the United States. 26 missiles, 26 missiles. And they can locate where the missiles are going based on rate, whatever, their technology, that it's going to the labs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't understand how they found out where the labs were. And even yes, Rachel asks that question. Yeah. How did they know? Because like, did in those five minutes, did they call Dr. Hunter up and did he willingly give them that information? Because they didn't get the USB drive. And they say, Dr. Hunter will know. Mm-hmm. And then the bombs go off. I, I miss, I, I want to know how this connects. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I don't understand. Tell us. Give I us mean, a I'm little hoping flashback. when, you know, they, this, see, uh, this season has been very, like, they pick up the next scene. There's, mm-hmm. like, no time in between. Right. So, obviously, I'm thinking we'll go to the labs and find, you know, that will still be a main part of mm-hmm. next episode. But I'm like, how did they know where the 26 covert secret labs were? Yeah. Well, we we got to have it so it's just one lab left, right? And you got to make the trek across to Wichita or Salt Lake. I mean, that's the storyline. That's what's coming next, right? Because they did stop two missiles. Yeah. They were only able to interfere two missiles. And a 26. And that whole, you're right, it bothered me so much. But the fact that Rachel Scott asks, how did they get that information? It's like, all right. At least they, they they kept it out for a reason. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm but sure. it's really frustrating. It really is. It really is. Once once it's official that JC has died, uh, we find out that Doctor Scott does a little bit of a blood test because mm-hmm. Juan Carlos was saying everyone is like me. Everyone mm-hmm. on that ship is or on the sub is like me, and we find out that his blood is naturally immune, kind of like Bertrice, mm-hmm. right? Was that was her name? And they she says that. It's not as uncommon as she thought that between 1% and 5% of the population are immune. So that's when they come to the conclusion that they don't really care about the cure. Yeah. As in to, to control it. They just want to destroy it. Yeah. 1% to 5% of the population is it's roughly of, 70 million it's to a lot of people. like 350 million, right? Yeah. It's like 7-ish billion people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just trying to get numbers on so, it. But it's I a bet lot of people. they say so, that so Europe we, was really destroyed, so maybe people that have that immunity are, you know, on a different continent. So okay. we might be, but, if it's evenly spread, we might be talking about like 3 to 15 million Americans, just for frame which, of reference. Which, that's the thing. They don't really show that. Yeah. yeah. Which, it, yeah, when you really think about it, that's still a lot of people. That's a lot of people. And where are they? Spread out. Spread out. That's the. I mean, yeah, we're gonna. Really we're, I'm, I'm assuming we are going to encounter yeah. them yeah. at some point or another. Mm-hmm. But we find that out, and that's when they also. I mean, they've already said this, but that JC was never planning to, you know, give them information as to where they are. He was mm-hmm. just going to swim. We, he thought that they were going to attack the ship, sink it. He was going to jump off, swim to the sub. It's because yeah. he's an idiot. <laughs> There's no way he would have made, but whatever. No it's way the, he would have made. I mean, all, I mean, but like you said, these people, they think they're superior. They think mm-hmm. that they are the better, you know, race. race. Yeah. They have the genes. They have superior yeah. genes. Yeah. And the, but wouldn't you, not to interject, no, but no. wouldn't you almost think like that? Maybe not with a military, like, aggressive background, mm-hmm. but if this happened in our society and, you know, Monsi and I died immediately mm-hmm. and Kate's sitting here totally immune, she'd be like... Tweeting Travis. Maybe I'm a little chosen. Maybe you wouldn't put it that way, but um, it'd be hard not to think that to some degree yeah. if all of society around you just got wiped out. 
You get like, why you? You almost why are get you a here? Little... You must be here for a, a little... reason. Yeah, uh, I see that. And then when you're also a little insane, coupled with that, or, or not even insane, but but the opposite. Maybe if you already are a little religious. Not that these people are these people are on the mm-hmm. insane side. But if you come from a religious background, maybe you say, "I'm here for a reason." There's a higher power. Yeah. This is a faith component. And then all of a sudden, that turns into the cult, or that turns right. into something else. I, I I can totally see it happening now. That's that why you, I like this show because yeah. you could see. You're always like you could see it. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I I'm, I agree. I'm with you, but at the same time, it's like you just said. When now that there's military, you can't keep thinking like that. But I I love it unless I mean, you are insane. Well, and, unless you yeah, are insane. you you wouldn't kill people. You would still try to save them. I would think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I don't I know mean, how I would really. I would hope, but maybe not. I mean, yeah, what what do you do when the world is coming? I wouldn't mind being the only like person in L.A. As long as the internet still works. <laughs> if the internet as long as FaceTime is up and running. <laughs> if the good. internet works, man, I can't I'm be by good. Myself. Yeah, I'm good. No, but I now need... Sean's like, let's take America. Yeah, and Neil continues to be his cocky ass. He's like, you guys are so lucky I'm that here. Was, like, that was such a uh, weird scene that he went on that little... Right? Well, because he's, he's a loose cannon. They're all loose cannons, right? That's the I guess. But he was like really mm. boastful. I was like, sit down. Yeah. Have a seat. Have several seats. Have several seats. <laughs> Go take a lap. Um, this uh. is this is this is what Lost didn't do. I I, I know it's wrong to compare the show to Lost, but I, this is what got me thinking. Lost kind of jumped the shark so hard in the second half or more. I stopped of watching. Its run. Yeah, because it jumped the shark. Because when you're stuck on an island, there's only so much stuff you can do, or you go full on Gilligan's Island. I this show just started watching Lost. Okay, uh, we won't. Oh, and sorry. I'm on episode three, so it's just I'm, no, 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 no. I love I, it. I, I probably love watched it. like two or three seasons, and I was done. Yeah, I love we'll it. I can't wait to you love see. it now. No, I'm actually not in love with it. I'm watching it because so many people talked about it. So I'm interested to know when it jumps the shark. When you stop watching. I will. Mm -hmm. But I'm like on episode three or four. Uh, Cool. But the reason I mention that is Lost didn't give themselves outs. You're stuck on an island. Where's the new blood? What the hell are you supposed to do? How do you not jump the shark when that Mm -hmm. happens? And I won't spoil it for you. Okay. Uh, This one. You're not stuck on an island. No. You're going to America. Yeah. You can go to 50 states. Yeah. You can go to Canada. You can see any group mm-hmm. of people. Mm-hmm. There's 7,000 ways this could go. They can still jump the shark. Yeah, But sure. there's 7,000 ways. To, a mean band of rednecks in Alabama. Yeah, you know, right. A crazy uh, Texas, you know, the Lone Star State could become its own damn country again, right? Yeah. You never know. You can do anything here. It's and true. That's a, I'm excited to see... Uh, these, you know, the men on the submarine, because the sub, you know, they feel powerful because it's like oh. the sub and they can mm-hmm. disappear whenever they want. Get on land and then try and fight these Let's guys. Let's see you in Utah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, how are these people fighting when they don't what? have like a nuclear powered sub on their side? Yeah, and they're completely in the water where mm-hmm. nobody can freaking see them. So, do you think they're going to go to land? Should we go um, into predictions? I think, sure. Let's go into predictions. Since that pretty much covered the entire episode, right? Yeah, we covered it. Yeah, Predictions. Yeah, yeah. Predictions. Ooh, I had a, I had a, before we forget to, I have a question for you guys that I want to ask after ask predictions. So, oh, yeah. after we'll predictions. do predictions uh, first. Yeah. My, okay. my prediction is those two uh, m- uh, bombs, missiles that they intercepted. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're going to two labs. So um, if they want to continue with this mission to control the doses to control the cure they have to go destroy those two labs mm-hmm. so maybe they meet somewhere on land um and then also maybe they they go see dr hunter but they already have the information so i don't know why they would go which brings us back to the point of how did they know where the labs were mm-hmm. please um, answer that question please answer that question other than that 
I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I think this fight just still goes on between these two people, oh, these yeah. two groups. Uh, give yourselves a history lesson. Google Civil War submarines, Mississippi River. That sub will go up the Mississippi really? River. Really? In the it Civil can go War. Up in the, the Civil War, the soldiers on each side, Union and Confederacy, used. Submarines. I did not know that. Interesting. Look it up. It was. It's. Awesome. They should make a movie about that. Yeah. I, I'm sure they probably get have. on it. Yeah, uh, or a good documentary. But I think that sub is going to go as far up as they can. Which right. I don't know if it's like Kansas City or something, and then they cut in because there's that lab in like Wichita, or Kansas, yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to go. They could do that. I think that if he's going to go through that canyon and do the thing, sure. he can definitely do in the Mississippi. And even if he can't hide it fully, the ship can't follow him all the way no. up. So if he can't hide it fully, they can at least ride the thing so up. So they think, have still have the advantage. I think they go in the sub as long as they can. I like that. I have a weird prediction. I think that Ned is going to kill his brother Sean because he's so crazy. Like like, things are going to go cray cray, more cray cray than already. And he is going to kill Sean. He will also die, but he will probably be killed by Chandler. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But I think like things are going to go crazy between them. And he, you can see the dynamic. Like they are going to crash. It's not going to work out. There's no way between them. Well, that's the thing. It's not like a structure. They don't, you know, he's not the captain. Mm -hmm. He is just chosen to be the head of this. Yeah. There's going to be anarchy within that group. Yeah. Because everyone thinks that they're superior. Yeah. Why, why, I have, I'm just as immune to the plague as you are. Right. Why am I following your lead? I should be in charge. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to happen. And whether it's not, maybe it's not his own brother, but they're going to turn, mm-hmm. like, on each other. And then eventually, I don't think either of them will survive. I think one will be killed within each other, and the other is going to be killed by, like, Thomas Chandler or something. One thing we didn't talk about, hmm. but one scene that I just realized talking about Silver Foxes. The bromance scene between oh, Flattery together. <laughs> and uh, Thomas Chandler. Yeah. They do. Because in the first season, they butt heads a lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. Yeah. And in this season, there's some bromance happening. Yeah. So that scene, we loved it. Silver foxes stick Kate, together. Do you need to take a hot, cold shower? It's I mean, can I not say the word silver foxes? They are silver uh, foxes. Listen, you're already really stalking are. one of the actors. In I am show. not stalking anyone. Dr. Drew would not be pleased with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question for you guys. Go, question. If, if this were to actually happen, let's go to America. Let's go with the sub. Let's go with Chandler. Let's go to America. If this were to actually happen, what group of people in America would survive above all else? It could be a state. It could be a city, like, like you know, a region or something. What American subgroup would be able to survive this more than anybody else in Native terms of Americans. survivalism? Really? Mm-hmm. What if they have, like, the immunity? Oh, I mean, like, like banding together logistically. Oh, and I thought you meant, like, what group, like, what heritage? Yeah, like, no, no, what group of people, like, the city of Memphis, the state oh, of Oregon, like, what group of people do you think would survive? I'm just, you know. Why would, like, one city be better than the other? I get what you're saying, because, like, what L.A. Area? would go crazy. L.A. would be a disaster. Would be a disaster. New, New York somewhere would be in a the disaster. Midwest. Somewhere because in the Midwest. Exa- and Texas. I, not big cities. I was no. thinking about this. It can't be big cities because the infrastructure is such mm-hmm. that you depend on so many people. No, but so, those cowboys in Texas, they I'm can... I'm telling you. They can... Baltimore. 
people no, in Baltimore. Big, no, but Baltimore is one of the most uh, dangerous places, so they can <laughs> handle violence and stuff. I'm sure this would be like, I could do it. I walk these streets all day. I could possibly get shot. I think, I think we're looking at like ranchers and stuff in is Texas, it, New yeah. Mexico, Arizona. They're relatively isolated. They're relatively self-sufficient. you got to be self-sufficient. Yeah. I agree. That's true. But I, yeah, I thought that too. I was like, because LA, places, big places would never survive. LA's like. exactly. well, and they yeah. say that the coast is the worst. Yeah. They say, oh yeah, they do say that. That the coast so, is the so worst. inland somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Alaska. Iowa isn't that in the middle somewhere. I bet everyone's just. Uh, Iowa is I in bet the middle. Everyone in Alaska <laughs> yes. is so fine. There's like no plague in Alaska. They're just still like ice fishing. Right? They're just chilling. They're like, what's going they on? They have down no there? idea what's going on. I guess it's SMBs. I wonder where the trouble spots are. I wonder when we will hit trouble. They're pretty self-sufficient in the rural south. They're pretty self-sufficient in like the rural southwest. So those kind of places, I think, we would hit trouble. Just, I yeah. think they're just having fun in Montana. <laughs> I'm just trying to list the 50 states right here, guys. I like, can't. This is just, Isn't that sad? Yeah. I don't think I could. So it's like Idaho. Is that a yeah, we're good. We know <laughs> what we're talking about, guys. Can you we're, name all 50 states? Yes, because I'm not six. Yes. I can do it. I, I just I have to write them out. Figure it out. He's like, wrap this up. <laughs> I know. Let's wrap this up. Okay, guys, if they want to talk to you about the 50 states, about you and Travis, anything like that, where can they talk to you about that? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Kate Aquilano. I'm on Twitter at Bobby DeMiro. I can't believe you can't name the 50 states. We'll, we'll see after the show. I'll see if I can do it. In six minutes, like in Friends, where they name the 50 states in six minutes. You guys can find me on I Twitter in and Instagram at Monsi Bolanos, M-O-N-S-E-B-O-L-A-N-O-S. Thank you for watching. Thank you for commenting. Be sure to rate us five stars on iTunes. And be sure to come back next week. Are we writing the 50 states? She come is. Come back yeah. next week. We'll see you guys. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 